This is Hot Tech with Jan Vermeulen. Jan, a very good afternoon to you and uh, welcome. Great to have you on board. Good afternoon. It's a pleasure to be here. <laughs> well, Jan, with this uh, ongoing horrific war between uh, Israel and uh, terror group Hamas, I guess our, our focus will be well, rather specifically focused today on uh, how social media algorithms can fuel propaganda and can lead to much in misinformation, much to unpack here for that matter. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, absolutely. Let's let's discuss that. It is um, it's it's a horrific situation, and um, these platforms have allowed propaganda to spread at uh, unprecedented scale. Sure. So, um, what are we looking at now? What must we be mindful of, and what should we be looking out for? Let's just open the conversation on that basis. Yes, it is so difficult because I've I've seen. Uh, images, horrific images posted to social media. Uh, like a, a, a one example for uh, was was on Twitter. Twitter has now got this community notes feature, which has been working relatively well. For those who don't know, um, community notes is a feature where members of the Twitter community themselves mm-hmm. take it upon themselves to fact check posts. Right. Um, and and um, obviously, posts that that become viral or quite popular are the ones that. That, that you know get the attention of community notes, um, and it's sort of a, a Wikipedia of fact checking, right? Okay. But but um, the 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 war um, between Hamas and 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 Israel has really shown where the limits of community notes um, stretches to, uh, because for example, someone would post a, a horrific image uh, to show what is happening on the ground. And then uh, community notes, um, you know, would put up a thing going, oh, we ran this through an, uh, a, a checker um, to see if it's AI generated or not. And it said that it's AI generated. Right. So this, this image is clearly a fake. Um, and then it turns out, no, no, um, the AI, there was a, there was a false positive from the, or potentially a false positive from the, from the imp from the checker you know that that checks whether the ai whether the image is generated by uh, a, a, an image model a language model of some sort and so um the fa- wow. the fact is we're, we're at a very um we're at an incredibly uncertain point in our technological development when it comes to social media and mm. disinformation and misinformation because we have these incredibly powerful ai tools at our disposal mm. for generating words and images in multiple languages Right. So it's not just that this happens in English. This can happen in Hebrew, Arabic. Um, uh, so, so like very credible in, uh, disinformation can be spread uh, incredibly fast uh, mm-hmm. with the, the help of these these AI um, large language models. Right. Um, and and uh, and so uh, that's a very long way for me to uh, to, to say to you. Question: Employ common sense, mm. um, but don't um, and and uh, be very careful about what you what you forward now, because um, even common sense only gets you so far. Now it is it has become sure. incredibly difficult mm. to figure out what is accurate and what is misinformation. And for that reason, I think people are going back to traditional media sources to get verified information. Um, uh, about what's really happening. Jan, okay, you have pointed out, you've made it very clear to use common sense and be, of course, now vigilant uh, to this type of activity going on. Uh, But, of course, now uh, the young minds, the youthful minds are highly susceptible to saying, you know, to absorbing such uh, disturbing, to put it very mildly, content. Uh, What should parents really be looking out for? What platforms and what particular, shall we say, uh, displays? 
Yes, so um, uh, if parents are, are, are quite sensitive to their children being exposed um, to these images and videos coming mm-hmm. out of the conflict, um, then uh, look for platforms that have um, reliable age gates or age restrictions right. on them. You know, so it can, you know, so you can kind of go 16 for violence or, or whatever the case might be, um, and that it will not let your child see that content. Um, if they are not of the appropriate age, or pr- provide some other kind of parental lock feature um, for the parent to to have some kind of control over what their child is and is not exposed to, and any any platform that like th- that does not allow that, your only option at this point is to is to not have your children on that platform until this indeed, is over. Indeed, um, and it's it's a it's a hard situation because obviously platforms like WhatsApp. Um, which has become integrated into our daily lives in South Africa, there's no way to do age restrictions on WhatsApp because mm. it's an end-to-end encrypted platform. There's no moderation right. except what, what happens in the small groups in w- which you are part of. And so the only thing to do there is to, on a group-by-group basis, have some kind of agreement of what is allowed and what is not allowed in the group. You know, it's like mm. we have you know, um, certain underage members in this group. Yes, so no right. violent images in this group, please. Something like that. So you have to clamp down. You know, it's, it's basically a clamp down, what you're saying. Uh, um, shall we say a targeted clamp down uh, in terms of grouping? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Th- th- that's, those are the tools, mm. as far as I can see, that, that are uh, available to parents. Mm-hmm. Is if, if a platform does not give you proper parental controls, then your only other option is to disallow it. And mm. then you've got sort of more closed groups uh, systems like, like WhatsApp, where you will have to have potentially difficult conversations with group moderators about what is and is not permitted on there. And if they, if they um, fall outside what you want your child to see, then your only option mm. is to remove your child from that group. Indeed. Just a shout out to all parents, uh, Jan, reading an article here. Um, one such, uh, shall we say, a device being used, if I can use for want of a better description, is uh, featuring, shall we say, offensive and influencing cartoons uh, that, can, that can impact on a child's mind. <clears throat> yeah, I guess I've I've not seen these, so it's mm. difficult for me to, to to comment on that. Right. But yeah, propaganda, disinformation, misinformation takes takes many forms, and and obviously, um, the the younger someone is, potentially usually the more susceptible they are to this sort of thing, mm. and so um, it is a um, it, 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 I can I can understand it potentially being a tactic. Um, mm. Uh, I, I've not seen it myself, um, and so I'd have to look at it. But yeah, to, to to give specific advice about how to avoid something like that. Sure. I'm also reading this article. Where it says this week European Union officials sent warnings to TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram parent Meta, YouTube, and X, highlighting reports of misleading or illegal content about the war on their platforms, and reminding the social media companies they could face billions of dollars in fines if an investigation later later determines they violated EU content moderation laws. Can you see this being successful? That, that potentially, the EU's laws are mm. incre- so strict that Facebook, meta platforms, has not launched threads in Europe. 
So for, for those okay. who might not know, Threads is Facebook's answer to Twitter. Mm-hmm. They have not launched in the European Union. That, that's because of data privacy regulations. Less than, you know, it's not, it's less about content moderation and more about data privacy regulations because, um, Threads is deeply integrated with Instagram and right. the European Union is quite strict about that data sharing stuff. Um, but that, that's just to give you an, an illustration of how strict the European Union is. So it could potentially happen, but th- put yourself in the shoes of these platforms as well mm-hmm. when you've just, you've got more content on these, you've got more content being uploaded to YouTube than an army of moderators can tackle at any given time. And so you're right. reliant on AI tools mm-hmm. to flag potentially problematic content. And then that has to be human reviewed, right? Now, X in Twitter's case, uh, Elon Musk has actually publicly responded, I remember, to this tweet from the European Union and mm-hmm. said, give me specific examples. I will address it in public. So um, him him being quite um, forceful about this um, and, and not tolerating any kind of vague insinuations from the EU uh, about this. Jan, we're going to have to leave it there. We've just about run out of time. Jan, once again, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon, just to give us some background and uh, some food for thought as to how to deal with uh, how the media can be manipulated and used to spread uh, you know, false rhetoric and propaganda and influence the minds of those, particularly the young ones who we are most concerned about. Jan Vermeulen, editor at My Broadband, bringing us on Tuesdays as usual. Hot take issues in this case, given uh, what's transpiring in the Holy Land at the moment, looking at how social media algorithms can fuel propaganda and can mislead you to misinformation.